This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, oh, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is fitting at me. Yeah, you know what it is, you know who it is, you know who's gay, you know what's what. What's cooking, folks? It's Mark Norman and... Hey, I'm Joe List, everybody. And you're listening to the old Tuesdays. Good to have you back. Boy, it's been years, I feel like, since yeah. we've been in here. We record, we put a lot in the can, which is uh, showbiz for asshole. Yes, and, uh, mine is bleeding. <laughs> it was months and months ago. I mean, we haven't recorded. You had a beard last time I saw you. That's I was right. still gay. You had no dick. That's true. I got my dick sewn back on. I'm back. I'll tell you, I bought a uh, a beard trimmer. Best thing I've ever done. Yeah, I think you said that on the last episode. Oh, <laughs> shit. I don't know what we've covered. Yeah, I think we covered. Well, beard trimmer. I'm all beard trimmer. I'm the clippers. Yeah, because I don't want it all the way gone. I want no. a little bit there. I've been that since the 70s. I, I started this whole five o'clock shadow business when oh. I saw I got yellow <laughs> teeth, they're crooked, and I got no chin, and uh-huh. I got a, a jawline. I got an Adam's apple that sticks out further than my chin. Right, right. So uh, I've been going five o'clock shadow since the get-go, third grade. Interesting. Well, it's a good look. The ladies dig it. And uh, also, you, you've gotten some shit for your neck beard. Yeah, I got the neck beard. I got some neck beard situations. What's the problem with the neck beard? Who gives a shit? They don't like a neck beard. This is what we've talked about this before. I never know what a thing is until someone calls me a homo for having it. Right. Like the same with cargo short. We talked about this. Yeah. All of a sudden, people are like, what are you wearing, cargo shorts, you piece of shit? And I'm like... These were, I had jean shorts before, and everyone was like, you fucking, you should kill yourself, you yeah. piece of shit. Can't have jean shorts. So then I went to cargos, and now cargos are out. Cargos are out, but fuck it, I say we take a stand, we keep wearing them. I'm wearing cargos. Yeah. I love cargos. I'm wearing cargos under my jeans. And then, <laughs> what are you, Nate Bargatze? Yeah. And then, uh, and, well, that's a, that's a fun moment to, uh, Nate and I used to, we had a bonding moment, Nate Bargatze and I, we both wore basketball shorts as underwear. Uh-huh. But then I found out, I was like, oh, we're brothers in arms. It, it set off our friendship. We yeah. like a rocket ship. Uh-huh. We're, we're the basketball underwear guys. And then I come to find out, he wears boxers under the basketball shorts. That's kooky. So I'm like, wait a minute, what? Right. That's just banana. Because my basketball shorts were serving as underwear. Sure. He's got underwear, then basketball shorts. Then jeans. What, what is he, at 89 waist? I, I, that's a lot of padding. <laughs> I have no idea. I can see if they were breakaway jeans. You just yeah. tear them off, and all of a sudden you're in the game. But but man, I mean, just to, from from pant to thigh, it's 14 layers of cloth. I know, and then it kind of like uh, pyramids. Yes. It's thick. It's yes. like a hockey player. Right. <laughs> it's yes. like... Like a Hitler, those those. Remember Hitler had those weird thighs. Knickers. Were those knickers? I believe, so, and I believe he hated the knickers as well. All yeah, right, Jesse Owens. Uh, <laughs> Which has got a movie coming out. Jesse Owens. I thought he had passed away. Well, a movie about him, a biopic. Oh, I see. I thought it was a biopic. Oh boy, you're one of them. <laughs> Wait, biopic is what they when you check your eye for cancer. I think. Yeah. Biop. What is it? A biopsy. A biopsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Hey, by the way, we got an email complaining about this very nature of our show. What, the word? Some email guy was like, what are you doing? You fucking retards. It's not funny. You're gay. We hate you. Jesus. Shave your heads. Everybody yeah. hates something. Yes, they do. Well, just one guy. Yeah, but the nerve to be like, I hate that. I'm going to tell him. I hate a lot of things. I don't write emails about it. Yeah, we do podcasts about stuff, but I nothing would never, they'll never hear. And we, we write jokes about things we hate. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, what are you going to do? I mean, I don't, you know, yeah, one guy. Okay. So I mean, some people, me. some people, there's a hundred that love it for that. Yeah, for that exactly. One guy, or maybe a thousand. So you're in the minority. You're the weirdo. How about that, emailer? Is it weirdo or weird A? All right, mm. you get it. Just sticking it to the balls. Yeah, yeah. Boy, uh, by the way, the reviews have really been coming in. Woo. That five-star lunch business, that was a stroke of genius there, Shelbo. Yeah, good call, Sister Hazel. Everybody uh, wrote a bunch of shit. Really nice, moving stuff. Yes. Really kind. Thank I could, you. I gotta go in and read those. Yeah, go in and read them. And keep them coming, everybody. Keep those reviews coming. Five stars. Boy, I had something with the shorts there. Maybe I, I'll leave one. I had a line or a, a, a story about Nate and the shorts. What the shorts, hell were we talking about? a lot of padding, boxer shorts, then underwear. Oh, I remember what it was. I had to shift from the basketball shorts to real underwear because... Uh, There's no support. Well... 
I've done, I've done another shift. Uh-huh. Now that you bring that up. I had to shift from basketball shots to uh, underwear because it was getting too hot down there. I got the herpes. Ah. And it was just a bananas wild jungle scene down there. And uh-huh. one of the things where they're like, you got to keep the temperature cool. You got to cool it out. Uh-huh. Because the heat produces palm trees of herpes viruses. Is that right? Yeah, so I had to go cool boxers. It's like a greenhouse in there. Exactly. It's purple and red as well. Uh-huh. So I went, uh, so I got some silky, not silk, that's too much. I always find the silk, yeah. they bunch up, you know. Yeah, and who are we? You know, the Sultan of Vernai? <laughs> Is it Vernai or Vernay? Blow me. I, I don't know either of those things. I thought it was Versailles. Wasn't that a treaty? Versailles. Versailles? Yeah, it's like quesadilla. Oh, I see. You don't say the L. Oh, I got you. I like L's. I like L's, too. Lol, a lot of L's. Joe Ist. Uh-huh. Not saying the L anymore. Trying to be cool and hip. You know who hates the L's? The Asians. Oh, right. Light. Uh-huh. But anyway, so I had to switch. But then, like we talk about frequently on the podcast, as the folks know, and I don't want to get too into it again, but uh, I got some pretty lengthy testicles. So I had to uh, Long ball list. switch over to the briefs. And speaking of which, the Mac Weldon. Oh, I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing it. Well, I took it off and I'm wearing it on my asshole. But yeah. Mac Weldon, you got to go there and use Ooh. the promo code Tuesdays. Yeah, they, that, those clothes are unbelievable. Unreal. Check, this is a real plea to the people. We're not getting paid for this. Yeah. Go use the code. 20% off. This is classy clothing here. Classy. And they, they make it some kind of microfiber nonsense where it doesn't stink. I jogged in this yesterday. It smells great. I've been wiping my ass with the underwear. Wow. No streak, no smell. You got a clean ass. I might be dehydrated. Uh-huh. Who knows? More oatmeal. Yes. Well, uh, my friend in college would mm-hmm. wear boxer shorts, I mean, uh, basketball shorts as underwear as well, and he would put them in the freezer what? and then put them on because he just loved that rush. What? Yeah, cold, that cold nylon or whatever the hell that is, right against your sack and tinkleberry. But I picture them. Crusting like no. like Frankie Carbone. No, they don't get that cold. He doesn't. He doesn't thaw him. You know, he doesn't put him in an ice tray. Oh, I see. But so there's no water. It doesn't no freeze. Water. Freeze. It's yeah. just very cold. Oh, maybe I'll try that. It's that wicked fun. cold. I gotta get a freezer. But yeah, you put those on. Woo! You you don't need a cup of Joe. You just out the door. Yeah, boy. Maybe I'll try that. Try it. Heat would work too. You put it in the oven, Kramer oh. style. Put like a 300 degree pair of panties. You're gonna you yeah know, feel the burn. I mean, that not for you though. That would really uh, cause a few. Craters. Yeah, well, I'm trying to smooth things out now. You know what I'm thinking about doing? I got a little dough now. I'm uh-huh. thinking about going into the Valtrex game. Oh, now what's that? That's the pill you take. The, oh. the commercials where they're rowing and they have, you know, hot herpes bubbling up over the right. sides. Now, what does that do to you? I think it keeps you from uh, having an outbreak ever. I, th- oh. I feel like you're just in the cool, in oh. the in the clear. You've been doing this years ago. I didn't have the dough, but now it's. I think it's like you know a buck a pill or fifty cents a pill or some shit. Okay, I'm like, hey, I throw down three hundred. Yeah, them around. you can swing that. Yeah, I dated. A, I didn't date, but I was fucking a girl for a while. And she before we had sex, she goes, "I have herpes," and I go, "Oh, uh, that whole thing." Mm-hmm. And then she goes, "But I'm on the Valtrex, and I haven't had an outbreak in two years, and you can't. Apparently, you can't get it unless there's an outbreak." Yeah, that she lied to you a bunch. I think. Oh, really? Yeah, that sounds like all nonsense to me. But maybe, oh. no, I don't know. I mean, I've heard that too. And she's a pretty up and up chick. She's on the up and up here. Well, but you're a handsome guy. She wants to get laid. You never know. She throws it out there. Well, but maybe she's right. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've had uh, a lot of sex and uh, yeah, but condomy sex. So who knows? Mm-hmm. But cool. uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the longer you have it, the more dormant it gets. The yeah. harder it is to spread around. I'm right. not really sure, to be honest. I read all the stuff when it happened, and then now it's been years. I just live my life. Sure. Who knows? Has life changed? How so? That sounded deeper than I was ready. With the herpes? Yeah. Like, after you got it, I think, well, you quit drinking. I quit drinking quite a while after. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was, I said, that's when I first tried to quit drinking. I went Uh 11 days, and then just. 11's not bad. 11's pretty good, but uh, in comparison to, you know, life. Yes. It's not. You think about life in prison and 11 days in prison. You're out Good riding point. a bike. And, <laughs> yeah. You anyways. Know I always think like, ah, I'll be dead soon. But I'm like, no, wait. I actually got probably 40 years to go here. Yeah. I want to do a bit about this. I think we maybe we've talked about it. People are always like, life is short and you got to live life to the fullest. But then how often do you hear the term killing time? I got to kill some time. That killed the time. Right. We're all afraid of dying, but all we're really doing is trying to kill the time until time is permanently gone. Yeah, that's true. Like I saw a 75-year-old guy at the movies one time when we saw Whiplash, Sarah and I, years ago, or whatever it was, two years ago. And the guy was like, oh, it was a good movie. It killed the time. So Ugh. this guy's always just trying to annihilate time. Yeah, kill yourself. And that's what we're doing. We're tweeting. We're reading our book. Like you're on the 
You're waiting for the train. Like, let me read. It'll kill time. Yeah. So we're trying to just assassinate time. Yeah, why not enjoy the time you got? Yeah, I don't know. That's what we're doing right now. I got my shoes off, and right. uh, you Me look too. great. Yeah, when I go to the airport, I'm like, all right, I'm going to be there an hour early. I'm going to use it. I'm going to email. I'm going to send out a tweet. I'm going to go gay. I'm going to do something. Yes. Use it all. I got the TSA pre-check. Ooh. Oh, my God. That's not killing time at all. That's saving time. Folks, I mean, it's 85 bucks for three years. I wow. talked about this with my pal Derek. If the thing was... Six guys come on your face, and then you got to run through tired and feathered through the airport. Yeah. I would have TSA pre-check. Wow. Whatever the price, to 85 bucks, I would let everyone fuck me in the ass. The whole staff of Delta, nationwide, really? let them fuck me right in the ass for this TSA pre-check. Oh, man, they'd fuck you in the ass while putting the wings on you. I show up, I leave, I, I, I walk in, shoes on, computer in the bag, jacket, you can wear layers, basketball shorts, the whole nine. Wow. Yeah, you're right in. And it's it's helped. Helped. I'm there for 30 <laughs> seconds. Wow, I got to do it. You don't have it? Nah, I'm too dumb and lazy. You got to do it. You go down there, they fingerprint you. It's fun. You're in there for 30 seconds. Go, but I shouldn't be saying this on the podcast because I don't want too many people to have it. Exactly. blow it. Right. And what, do you get a card or something? No, it's just a little check mark on your ticket. It goes into oh. your thing, your your number or whatever the fuck. Right. And you go, here I am. Now, where do, I mean, I don't want to don't give too much away, but where do I go? Where do I Google to set up the meeting? You Google TSA pre-check or whatever. TSA uh-huh. fucking pre-check, whatever. I'll send you all the info. All right, send it over. Yeah, this feels like that scene in Taxi Driver. If you want to be, I'll, I'll send you all the info. Right, right. Hopper, hop, hop. hop Anyways, hop. but uh, yeah, you go down there and uh, you fingerprint the business. And then you, the best part of the whole thing is you don't have the douches yelling at you. Uh-huh. I hate the line where they're like, take off your thing. It feels yeah. like a, a Holocaust museum. Yes. Not museum. What's the actual thing called? A concentration camp. Yes. It feels like that. They're like, hey, take off your shoes, your socks. Yeah. Take off the- Don't look at anybody. Take out your rulers. Right. Take out your deodorant, you douche. Yeah, and then they go, your pocket's empty? Are your pocket's empty? Yeah, my fucking, what am I, a special needs child? They're but empty. Here's the thing. I, try- I get mad and angry because I'm like, I fly every week, you motherfucker. But then yeah. you have to sympathize. They're dealing with. A thousand fucking douches a day. Exactly, exactly. I've walked, so many people walk in with a Coke, and they're like, what do you, you can't have a liquid. Like, it's I not know. open. Yeah. It's not open. It's a liquid, you fucking retard. Read the sign. Yeah. I shouldn't be saying retard so much. Eh, special needs. Yeah. But yeah, that's, it, you're right. It's, there's always that one Ukrainian old lady who's like, what the liquid, da, da, ba, 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 ba. and you're like, ah, you're an idiot. Yeah. All right. How about those wheelchair people? Oh, get rid of them. It Push takes, them all off a cliff, I it say. It takes 60 minutes to get through there. I know. They should have their own check. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, where you been? Oh, boy. Where have I been? Where The better question is, where haven't I been? And uh-huh. the answer is everywhere but St. Louis. Aha. Uh-huh. I've uh, just got back from St. Louis yesterday. I never put together the French aspect of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Missouri. The gay St. Louis. King. Yes. And well, uh, Missouri is Native American. Yeah, well, this French-Indian War, that's a thing, right? Franco-Prussian. Hmm, Maybe. Well, I went down to uh, St. Louis, and what a fun time down there. The Funny Bone, they call it. Aha. Uh-huh. And, uh, oh, man, I forgot about my album, Buffalo. I got to oh, talk about that, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy, we got a lot. We got a lot here, All folks. Right, good. I got a lot here. We so. got a dead ringer, uh, a hook on the line. Yes. What do you call that? Hook, you... line, and sinker. Yeah, sure. All right. Anyways, so, yeah, I guess go back from uh, St. Louis, and uh, what a great time. Great town. Great great comedy scene. Yeah. I mean, they're making a case for just a great, uh, one of the great scenes. Really? Tommy man? Jonagan, uh-huh. Greg Warren, uh-huh. Nikki Glazer. Uh-huh. Sean O'Brien. Uh-huh. Uh, he's just my buddy. Oh, okay. I mean, he's a great comic as well. Oh, okay. But he's not of, uh, oh, boy, what am I saying? He's great. I love him. He's hilarious. I'm just saying he's not, uh, he hasn't accomplished those uh, things quite yet. Yes. That's what I'm saying. The career-wise. Well, I saw you make a face when I said O'Brien. I was trying to get in your head. Oh, jeez. Well, it worked. Now I feel like i got to call him and apologize. I hate myself. We love you, O'Brien. Oh, do I ever? Do you know O'Brien? I've never been to St. Lou. But he comes here occasionally. Well, I don't know the kid. Oh boy, great guy! If you go there, you get it. You'll hang out. You'll see him. The whole thing. But uh, you never did the funny bone in St. Lou. No, never. I'm oh. looking forward to it. If you're booking, well, you probably go to. Uh, they got a helium now. Ooh, getting tense over there. Yeah, they got a two for business. I'm more of a helium cat. Yes, indeed. But uh, I think St. Louis. A lot of people will be uh, loyal to that club because it's been there since 1983. Holy moly. Everyone's come through there. That's how long I've been here. And they got a uh they got a John again fucking uh what do you call it? Like shrine, Oma- shrine yeah. there. <laughs> like, you're selling CDs with John again over your shoulder. It's yeah. uh, quite intimidating. Oh, that's funny. 
But anyways, I went out there and uh, great, great time. I brought Sarah along, and I'll tell you, you haven't lived until you had your uh, girlfriend on the road with you. Well, maybe you've lived. You've had threesomes and the whole thing. Sure. So you're living a different style. Uh huh. That's living as well, of course. It's but uh, real nice. I mean, I haven't got laid in the road since the '80s. Right. And that was a 380 pound, you know, gentleman. Uh-huh. With the uh, mutton chops and uh, tube top. That was how Ralphie May got started. <laughs> so so I brought Sarah out there, and what a great time. You show up, nice hotel, we're making love, we're writing jokes, and we really get down to business, you know? Yeah. We're writing some scripts, writing some jokes, the whole thing, and uh, some fun shows. The Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday shows, always my favorite shows. Yes. I'm so, I like 40 people. The crowd, I mean, the, uh, what do you call it, the owner, they don't like that shit. No. My goal would be to do shows for 40 people, and everybody pays $1,000, and I'm rich that way. That's a, that's a not a great business plan, but it's ideal. Yeah, I mean, it's not ideal for the fans, yeah. per se. But I hate that once you get to 200, 300 people, the asshole factor goes up. Way up. And boy, does it ever in St. Lou. I don't know if you remember last year telling the story. There was a drunk woman in front row who was hitting my feet. I don't yes. know if you remember this. And uh, what is he whack a moling? She was whack a moling, and uh, I got toe jam and the whole thing. So God knows, oh, you, you know, got plantar fasciitis. I sure do, and she's probably got it on her hands now. Uh huh. But anyways, I go back there Saturday early show. I mean, it is packed to the rafter. No, Friday early. Sorry, it's packed. You know, two hundred fifty people, and everyone does fine. The the MC was great. Andrew, I forget his last name. Sweet guy. Sarah kills. I go on, and there's this lady. Mid forties. It's always women. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, ladies. I love you, and I'm not judging you as a as a species, a gender, whatever you're going by. Uh huh. But when there's a problem in the audience, it's almost always a woman. I hate to say it, but it's true. I mean, every now and then you get the one out of ten asshole, aggressive, like meathead guy. Yes. But other than that, it's a uh, it's a lady going, "Woo, yeah, uh huh." <laughs> Which we did have. We did have an asshole guy, to be fair. Yeah. The 10%. But, and, and this is the theory I've put forth before. You've heard it. I've probably said it on the show. When it's a guy, he's being an asshole consciously. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to heckle. I'm going to be an asshole. Right. But the women, when they're the problem, they're just fucking, what do you mean? Yeah. I'm having fun. Woo-hoo. Why can't I talk? So this woman, she's doing this. Oop, oop. That thing. What? Said a good one. I was like, hey, we're not we're not doing that anymore at all. Arsenio? That's what I said. I was like I was like, I'm waiting for you to go. Hur, hur, hur. Right. Uh, I was like, right. we're not we're not doing that. And that got a big laugh. Everybody hated her. It was like a big birthday party. And I did this thing. There's a bachelorette party, and I'm like, hey, I'm doing my engagement material. And I'm like, hey, how's uh how long have you guys been engaged? And this woman, three tables over, goes, It's her birthday. Uh... And I'm like, I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking yeah. to them. The bachelorette party is well, more better behaved than this fucking woman. She's in her 40s, this woman. Wow. And she's going, oop, 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 literally 100% of the show. And then she's going like this. She kept doing that, like spitting at me, doing wow. a, a fart noise at me. Wow. And I was like, this is, and, and she's with her man, her husband there. Yeah. And I don't want to be this guy. I don't want to be the old school control your woman guy. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, right. I, and I'm not saying like hit your woman, but I'm like. What are you crazy? You can't be like, shut up, you fucking idiot. Yeah. You're embarrassing me. I would leave. Of course. If my girlfriend was like, oop, oop. Oh my God. I'd be like, I, we got to break up. We're divorced now. I'll raise the kids. You got to go to rehab or something. Yes. Jeez, and, this chick's got like a, like a, a bad 80s sound machine. Right? Just the shittiest, uh, features on it, you know? Yeah. The beeps, the sweeps, and the meeps. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. What else do I got? <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Auga. It was it was just like that. It was horrible. And it was a hundred percent of the show. Wow! And at one point, her, oh, she was like, "Can we sing Happy Birthday to Karen?" Ah! And I was like, "No." Oh, Helen, excuse me, Helen. I was ah. like, "No, we can't." I was like, "This is a comedy show. I'm a fucking comedian." Yeah. This is this is art. Right. Get out of here. What are you doing? It was insane. I was so mad. She's got the the twat squawk. Uh huh. I called her the T S. Yes. Transsexual. Uh huh. Both enjoyable. Sure. Twat squawk and transsexuals. <laughs> you have yourself a nice night with that. Well, the twat squawk is not enjoyable. That's the ooh, whoop, whoop, whoop. That's the twat squawk. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, anyway, she was horrible, but I, it's hard because you don't want to just fucking snap and go like, hey, you fucking dumb. Sure. But this is what I want to do. 
You're, you're behaving like a fucking retard. You're a fucking asshole. Get the fuck out of here. Get yes. the fuck up and get out of here, you fucking moron. Yes. That's what I would like to do. But I'm a nice guy. I don't want to snap and lose my shit. So I just kept being like, please stop. I know you're having fun. and uh, You're having fun, whatever. And their whole table ended up apologizing to me after. Oh. My husband, the other guy that was with them, the three women. At one point, one of the women goes, we're so sorry. And then she leans over and goes, no, we're not. Ugh. So she like amended the apology. But just a drunk fucking lunatic. She's got her own problems. I tried to do that. But yeah, the whole audience yeah. would look over at her, and they were all like staring at her. They hated her. Wow. But it was like a good show aside from that. But the funny bone in St. Louis can be like that. It can be a bit rowdy. Yeah, yeah. Which I kind of enjoy somewhat. That's true. There's a little romance to it, that real road room. Yeah, it was real uh, wild. And then Sunday night, this is the problem with bringing your girlfriend. A guy was heckling Sarah. That's the problem with bringing a girlfriend. I wanted to beat this guy to a fucking bloody pulp. Yeah. I wanted to just take a chair and smash him over the fucking head. Right. And she was like, what are you guys doing after? And he's like, you. Oh. And I'm like, this guy's making like a rape joke to my yeah. wife. Right. So that's the uh, hard part about bringing the, uh, the lady. I know. A heckle. Making... If you're getting heckled, I'm like, that's hilarious. Right. Mark's getting heckled. Yeah. I hope he bombs. Well, but they... your girlfriend, you go like, I'm like, I want to take somebody's life here. And you start wondering like, what's it like when I'm not around? Ah. What the hell's happening to her then? Well, I got a good window into uh, the the difficulties of being a female comedian on the road. Sure. Afterwards, some guy comes up to me. He's like, "You're he's a drunk fucking old fat guy. Looks like a you know football coach." And he's mm-hmm. like, "You're hilarious." And then he turns to Sarah and he's like, and you're hot. Uh, and then he goes to shake her hand and he starts rubbing her hand. He's like holding her hand and like rubbing the top of it. Ugh. And I was like, you think that's appropriate? And he's like, I do. And like stumbled away like this classic drunk, like cowboy douchebag. Yeah. So she got, you know, harassed essentially. Right. And uh, a lot of that, a lot of, yeah, you're, what are you doing after? You. So like it's, it's very uh, objectifying at times and uh, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be a woman. It doesn't seem no. enjoyable to me. No, that Plus nuvering. the bleeding. Yeah, yeah. That stinks. The labia, the nuvering, it's all a lot. What's the nuvering? That's the thing. It's a ring you put up in you to not get pregnant. Oh, right. I thought that was uh, IFC or UFC. What is that? Uh, MMA? <laughs> I think it's uh, WWF. Aha. Oh, that's IUD. IUD, yes. yes. That, we talked about that. Yeah. Improvised, unexplosive device. Right. I'm, I'm banging a girl now with an IUD, and I can feel it in there. No. Yeah. What do you mean? What is it? Poke you? <laughs> it's like a. I can feel it's like a stick, and I'm hitting it. You're kidding. Yeah, it feels cool. You like it? Well, I don't like it, but it's nice to know I can reach it. Oh, I see. Because it's up there. It's in the uh, belly button area. No kidding. Yeah. Because I, I, I look, look into one of those IUDs. They're good. No period. Don't... What do you mean, they no period? They stop the period as well. That seems very unnatural. What does it cost? A million bucks? No, you can get a five-year or a ten-year. Ten-year? Yeah, in case you really, you really don't want to child there my wife's gonna be 75 in 10 years uh, that's a good point well, she'll be barren anyway 10 years and what does it cost uh it's you know it's a health care thing it's something a month i don't know 60 bucks two grand i'll text her i'm sure we can google iud as after we google uh pre-check yeah maybe i'll uh, maybe i'll google because uh, you know i'd like to you know Come inside. Yes, of course. Come oh. inside. Make yourself comfortable. Have a cup of tea. Put your feet up. Exactly. I'm painting those walls, baby. Oh, boy. And I'm all over there. Anyways, I think I got more. I feel like I'm talking too much. No, Why don't you go? This is good stuff. No. The heckle stories are classic. Take it for a spin. Go get on your surfboard and ride a wave, would you? All right. Uh, well, I had this one last night. Speaking of funny bones, and this is probably a bad idea, but uh, the, there was a funny bone scout in the audience last night uh-huh. at the cellar. And uh, I was trying to run a Colbert set. I see. And it was it was a you know one a.m. show, so I was like, you gotta. I, I was trying to run the set in the middle of it. I'm like, this is not working. So mm-hmm. I abandoned the set, and I go, sorry, that was a TV thing. Now I'm gonna be myself. And then I got him. But then uh, it took a second. And then when I got off stage, all the uh, funny bone guys came upstairs and were like, you were great, you were great, and they just walked right by me. And I was like, ah, oh, tried boy. to run a set for TV. It yeah. was it was a, it felt like a like. Two year comic again, like being the new guy, right? Right, brutal. But you're you're working. I mean, you're, you're gonna be fine. I mean, but those little things can hit you. you yeah, know? of course. I got thousands of those little things yeah. all the time. It makes me it burns me all up. And then you know, yeah, you get them all the time, and you're usually the funnier guy in the room. Well, thank you. And so that that make you know, I'm sitting there going, him really, her really, come on, buddy. Yeah. But you know, that's the breaks because I tried to run the TV thing. Boy, it's a tough, tough. Biz, it's it? tough, yeah. Now I don't want to be uh, argumentative or weird, but wouldn't the TV thing be your best shit? I don't get it. 
It is, but you're so on a leash. With these people, you had to be adapting. You had I to see. Be, like uh, on on your heels a little bit. Yeah, it's very hard because the TV thing is weird, especially at the club because it's a different beast. Yes. Because at the club, you want to come out and be like, hey, same thing with the CD. I was recording the album, and normally you come out and you'd be like, how about it for those guys? Right, Look at this dumb right. douche. Look at your tits. But it's hard to just get in there and be like, all right, this is permanent. Nobody knows what's going on. So it's very weird to just start by being like, hi, jokes are coming. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so it's weird, especially in a club, because you have to do things differently a little bit. Right, right. I like to make fun of the hosts a little bit or talk about the guy in the front row, but it was all moot because I had to do the TV thing. Yes, Brian Moot. Yes, comic. Uh, So I was just in Charlottesville, Virginia, Mm. college town, which I was dreading, no, no offense, but uh, it was amazing. Really? I flew into Richmond, got a rental car, hopped on that puppy, drove right out to Charlottesville, an hour drive, beautiful, just wide open spaces. God's uh, country. The Dixie Chicks. Yes. And uh, so I go there, I get to the, the rock club called The Southern, and it's in this beautiful area of town. You know, you know those areas of town, it's like... The downtown area with like a, they call it a galleria. Oh, yeah. And you can just walk everywhere. Like you park your car, you just walk, and it's just a strip with shops and restaurants. It's great. Yeah. Really pretty. It's cold out. There's families everywhere. There's music in the air. There's a guy on a strumming an old banjo. I find the Southern. Beautiful room. You could do an album in this room. Unreal. Perfect room for comedy. I meet the guy. Nice guy. I get a meal. All the comics come back backstage. I do a podcast with one of them, Ken, I believe. And then uh, all these other guys I met, sweet kids. One kid was 19, hilarious. And uh, another guy, Chris. And we're all hanging out. And the show sells out. Oh, boy. I couldn't believe it. It wow. sold out. And a lot of our fans, a lot of O&J, got some Chipotle for us. And uh, had a great time. And there was a girl in the front row. Leather pants. Oh, my God. Those leather pants, they're making a comeback. I love the leather pants. The Jim Morrisons. Yes. He turns me on with leather pants. Bring it on, Jimmy. So a girl, forget about it. Oh, she was a, like a fiery, blondish redhead with her legs crossed, front row, and this, that, that heel dangling. What did the bounce? A the little bounce. Top, top leg bounce. Oh, God. Love that top leg bounce. Love it. I mean, when the feature guy was on, I was looking through the curtain like, wow, look at that fucking leather pants lady. Holy hell. <laughs> TLB. Yes. So, uh, the feature kill, this guy, Chris Allen, killer stuff, uh, great guy, funny guy, we hung out, he kills, brings me out, he had some great stuff, he had this bit about white men can't jump, he's like, we're so PC now, I'm gonna butcher the bit, we're so PC now that, uh, that movie would be called White Men Can't Jump, Black Men Can Jump Really High, and Women Can Do Anything Men Can Do. (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) Yeah, something like that, but it was killer. Yeah. And, uh, so I go out, and this is the hottest crowd, I used this set to submit to the hour. Oh, Like, to show him, like, here's the hour. That's how hot this crowd was. And then we finish the show. We get out. I do like a good hour five. We get off. We all have a great time. We high five all the comics. And I, I'm like, I, I should go out there. I should go out there. I'm starting meeting people. I'll take a lot of photos. And then Chris, the feature, goes, hey, uh, this chick wants to meet you. Uh-huh. It's Leather Pants. Oh, LPs, Jim Morrison. Yes. Dangly pant leg. So uh, I was like, sure, sure, I'm all nervous. But she's more nervous, which is always a nice feeling. Of course. And uh, she's like, I, I listen to you on O&J, and I, I love comedy, and blah, 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 and I, you know, I need a friend. And I was like, sure, sure. So uh, we go get a drink. We have a great time. Oh, oh, oh before, we, before I go off with her, me and all the comics, this guy Chris was like, I know of a, a restaurant we can go to. And it'll be, because I'm like, I just want, they always go, where do you want to go? A club? What do you want to go? Dive bar. Quiet. Yeah. I just want to sit and talk. And uh, so he's like, I got the perfect place. We go to this restaurant. He knew the guy. We go to the top floor of the restaurant. It's just the comics talking. Wow. Just hanging out with a and couple of people. And leather pants. Right. And it was great. We played the movie game. We got shit-faced. We had a good time. And uh, so leather pants is like, you can come over, but we can't have sex. I was like, of course, of course. Always a good line. Yeah. And uh, we get there. Amazing how people in Virginia have huge houses. Yeah, I think it's the money is a little uh, goes a lot farther down there. Yeah, she was Everywhere. a teacher, and wow. uh, yeah, we sat on their couch, giant cow, little scruffy dog running around at our feet. Cute. Always with the dogs. They love a fucking. Well, these women are lonely. Yeah, I guess so. 
So, yeah, and uh, we go upstairs, and we went at it for hours, and it was bananas, just, like, the hair flowing. and One of those things where I wanted her to leave the pants on somehow. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, you always want the pants on. Yeah, I want all the sexiest stuff in the room, but it doesn't really work that way. I'd have to cut a hole in the pants. Maybe you could wear the pants and unzip a little bit, have the ding-dong. That's not bad. I don't think they zip. That's why a leather skirt is so nice, because you can crank it up. But even then, it's still, then it's, like, inside out, upwards, then it's, like, on her tits. Right. A weird thing it's like too. when an umbrella catches the wind and it flops around. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Very similar. But yeah, so uh, rolled the hay at her place. And uh, if you look at my Instagram, sure. I took a photo of the crowd, and she you can see her leather pants. Oh! So that's a fun little Easter egg for the kids at home. Check yeah. it out, you crazy gooks. Front row, <laughs> leather pants. I think we lost them a long time ago. but Yeah, yeah, with the L comment. The L and no, I meant years ago. We oh. did the Rape of Nong Kong episode. Ah, Qdoba. Yes. Yeah, they don't like that. That's a compliment, though, Qdoba. Oh, all right, all right. I love Qdoba, by the way. I'd take a Qdoba gift card if you're out there listening. Man, I'll take a fucking Starbucks or Bed Bath & Beyond. Whatever you got, I'll take any gift card. I love Starbucks. I'm drinking it right now as we speak. That's true. So, yeah, that was a wild romp. And I, I got to tell you, I, I don't want to toot my own cum, but uh, my, uh, my uh, lady level is going up. You mean the quality of quality. the gal, of the looks. The looks. Not the human being. We don't judge. But this is a real... The lady's going to be upset with this episode, I feel like. Yeah. We love you, ladies. But they never seem to get too upset. We got lady fans. I mean... Lots well, of I'm, them. I'm, all I'm trying to do is eat you out, ladies. So, uh, <laughs> you know, what, what's nicer than that? Well, I really love a good eat-out session. Oh, I really went to town. I had a snorkel on with this chick. I, I was just covered in lady goo. So It's so enjoyable. I wanted in my mustache, and then sometimes I'll... Quote unquote, wink, wink, forget to wash ah, my face after. That way I'm just smelling it for the day. That's what I've been tasting on you. Nice, just a nice, good air of yeah. fish all month. You know what it's like? You know when you open a can of tuna and there's that, that juice on the top? We yes. leave it in. <laughs> I don't drain the juice, baby. Yeah, I love a good, good bit. And that, by the way, I mean, sometimes. Years ago, I mean, now I've I've got it figured out. I mean, I'm in a long term relationship, so you know what's going on down yeah. there. But years ago, I wouldn't even be concerned if they were enjoying it. I was drinking; I was very self centered. Uh-huh. I'd just be down there swimming and flipping coins and right. getting in there and putting those lips over my eyelids. And oh yeah, I think they're just falling asleep. I'm just rubbing my face all in there. You, there's nothing better though than getting a girl off orally. Of course, that's a yeah, good yeah. feeling. And then you get in there and you get you, you do the cleanup. It's wild. Yeah, what are we doing? What are we talking? All right, about sorry. Here? We Jesus just want to show how much we love you, ladies, and your wacky labia. I don't know. If that's an expression of love so much as it is lust. Yes. Aha. Uh-huh. Lust. Well, either way, had a great night. Woke up at her place. We hugged, exchanged numbers in the morning. Sweet, sweet gal, sweet as pie. Yeah. I just want to. If you ever hear this, I love you. Not really. Uh, had a great time. <laughs> Drove home. How cool is this? this is when you're really on the road? I uh, so I had a gig in Charlottesville, Virginia. This is how good my agent is. They 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 put everything on the like uh, route everything uh-huh. in a clever way. So they're like, oh, we got you in Charlottesville, and next night I'm in Richmond at a Jewish temple gig. Oh wow, in Richmond, Virginia. That's what I said. What is it? Nine people there? No, it was packed. I think they all flock. Wow, every Virginia Jew came to this come to this building. Wow, they must all drive down from D.C. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think so. All right, so uh, I go back to the hotel. Jump in my rental car, drive to Richmond, and that's when you're you're on the road. You're like driving from place to place, you know, flying, driving. You got some pussy stank on you. Yeah, I'm doing that thing where I'm driving, uh, and I, it's a good hour drive. And you just you're you're just having a great time. I got laid. I'm feeling good. I'm a little hungover, and I'm just singing on the road on an open highway. Just you know, you got to hold. Oh, the windows are down. It's a great time. Yeah, and then uh, so I get to the hotel shower up then i head over to this jewish gig i called the lady i go hey is it cool if i come early i want to mooch some food she goes i'm a jewish mother i love more than feeding people i said great i head over to the jewish gig and uh oh man it is just spread out everything what everything you want to eat there's like sushi and chicken and rice and salad the whole thing and it's open bar and uh, she goes, we got a little back room for you i love a jewish gig i don't know why it's everybody's dressed up there's a good vibe in the air so it was a great time and uh, I'm getting a little nervous because they do a raffle yep. up top, and the raffle took like three hours, and it's getting hot in there. Was it an eighty twenty raffle? What is that? Oh jeez, 
Well, it's a 50 50 raffle typically, but they're Jews. Ah! I didn't know uh, what an 80 20. I didn't know they were 50 50. Uh, you never heard of a 50 50 raffle? No. What? I'm not a big raffle guy. <laughs> you never heard the term 50 50 raffle? I've heard 50 50 and raffle, but not oh, together. I see. All right. All right. Well, that's very odd. I've been avoiding raffles. You never went to a circus, a football game, a gymnastics, basketball, any kind of sporting event, fundraiser, comedy show? I guess I walked out on the raffle. Oh, really? I always buy the raffle ticket. Oh, really? See, yeah. I never do. Because usually the gig pays shit, so I try to <laughs> score a little bit. Yeah, but then it's always weird when the guy who's doing the gig wins. Yeah. Well, then you got to give some of the money back, I guess, or something like that. Oh, the worst right. part of the 50-50 raffle is when they pull out a ticket and it's not the same color as your ticket. You're like, ah. I don't even get the moment over there calling the numbers. Right. It's all ruined for me. Right, yeah. Anyway, so you do the raffle, the thing, the eat. Well, I did the round. It, no, it wasn't a round. It was a silent auction. Oh, silent a silent auction. auction. Which, Those are fun. That was a lot of fun. I'd never seen one. They had the guy, you know, the, hey, I'm gay. What do you got? Jews, anal. That whole guy was guy was amazing. And the guy, the, the kids would like lift up little oh, signs. That's not a silent auction. Oh, that's not. A silent auction is when you write down the thing. Oh. That's an auction. Oh, this was a loud auction. That's a slave auction. Aha. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right, so that's a, that's out loud auction. All right, it was out loud, baby, <laughs> and uh, yeah, this guy was so good. You know, like, you're like, who's got it? You're gonna give it to this guy? Really, this guy? Really? Oh, we got one more. And it, you know, everything lasted really long. Oh, that's amazing. It was so fun to watch. I was like, this is a real event I'm at. It was great. I'm in the middle of Virginia. Jews auction is so fun. See, I've never been to one of those. I've only seen it on the television set. It was really cool. And the guy, that auctioneer, he fucking works. Yeah, I was like sweating. I think there's a few comics that double as auctioneers. Uh, that's I a believe. good gig. Yeah, yeah. He had a couple jokes in the middle, mm-hmm. and I told him after I was like, "You, you killed, man. That was great." So uh, now I'm getting nervous because it's so long. Everybody's getting a little restless, mm-hmm. and these are old people. They want to go home. It's like eleven o'clock now. So I go up. I have to do an hour, Oof. and it's got to be clean. What? Yeah, Jews, old people. Gee whiz. And there's, you know, there's some white hair out there. There's some young guys, some trash. There's some Gentiles peppered in. So it was, this was a diverse group I had to really get on board with. And I made a couple jokes up top, got nothing. Uh, and then I uh, I went into it and I got them. And then I got too comfortable and then went like racial and weird. And then and I lost them and I had to close. Uh-huh. So it was, it was a fun night. Drove back to the hotel and. Had a good time. But uh, how about this? They had the guy there who was like, I drove here for you. Oh, that's nice. And I was like, oh, thanks. But he wouldn't leave me alone the whole show. And he's like, yeah, listening on O&J, big fan. And I was like, oh, cool, man, thanks. And he goes, I got you this MP3 player. It has all my jokes on it. I want you to listen and then critique me. Oh, he gives you an assignment. Yes! Gee whiz. And I was like, I can't take this MP3. It's like a real electronic thing. I was like, I can't take it. And he's like, take it, take it. It's all, it's all my act. And I'm what? like... I can't. And he's telling me jokes on the like on the sidelines, and they're all like horrific Holocaust jokes, you know. <laughs> and I was like, ah. And he's like, you got to do this one up there. They won't let me go on. I'm like, you try to go on. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to open for you. I was like, whoa, wow. And he's like, I know you open for Schumer. Maybe I could open for you. And I was like, yee. Boy, it never occurred to me to just ask things. Crazy before, to yeah. just walk up and be like, I'm gonna go on this. Yeah, that never crossed my mind at any point. He was a little crazy eyed too. Like he, could, you could tell the uh, the lady who was in charge of it was like. Do you need me to help? And I was like, yes. So uh, she came over and like helped me whenever he would talk to me. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, you gotta carry some of that pepper spray. I know. And then he did like after I got off, I was like, "Whoo, fun show!" And he goes, "You want to get a beer?" Uh, I was like, "Oh, I gotta get out of here!" And I just left. Boy, that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. And I, if I was a woman, I'd be way scared, more scared. Yeah, that's the tough thing about those 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 women. They gotta be out there. I know. Yeesh. You ever heard that Rachel Feinstein story about how she was at her hotel and the guy from the show was banging on her hotel door like, I just want to talk to you on her hotel door. Because I can see guys falling in love, you know? Oh, yeah. Boy, that's tough. Speaking of people driving down, we had some fans drive down from St. Louis. Hours. Like five-hour round trip. Someone tweeted at me. Yeah. A couple hours. We got a couple gift cards. I think Chris and Tim gave us each a gift card. And one of them wrote, Empire of the Sun is Steven Spielberg's best work on the back. I didn't realize it right away. Interesting. Yeah. Way off. Yeah. Uh, Schindler's List and Jaws. Yeah, we get it. Much better. Yeah. Uh, Private Ryan. Yes. As well. Uh, but yeah, we get, we don't, you know, guys don't know how much that means to us when you do all the driving down and the, the cards and the gifts. It's, it's a beautiful thing. It's touching. It's touching. Very touching. We gotta get it to grow. I want it to grow even more. We gotta get more people because, uh, 
I talked to my agent. He's like, yeah, you sold six tickets, you douche. What are you doing? Uh, uh, but the, the, the six, they don't know how meaningful it is. To exactly. The, the owners don't care. The manager doesn't care. But you're like, but they drove three hours and they brought gifts. Right. We got to have them bring gifts for the owners or something. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, boy, we certainly do appreciate it. These emails, the uh, the what do you call it? The reviews. Yes. So uh, kind and thoughtful, and uh, the best thing you can do for the pod is to tell a friend, for God's sakes. Let's spread this thing. Let's make this a Tuesday's nation. Also, keep attacking Chipotle on Twitter. It's working. Not attack. Not, not attack. Not attack. Not attack. We like Chipotle. We just want to be their friends. Yeah, but they sent us, uh, we got a shout out to Shane at yes. Chipotle and all the fans that tweeted at Chipotle because they sent us a, a few free uh, burritos today. Yeah. Uh, I, I stress few. I really thought it was going to be kind of a, I, we've been told by our producer here that there's a certain comedian that has a lifetime black card. Yes. And we want the lifetime card, for God's sakes. I think we earned it. We brought in thousands, but then we'd have to, then their fans wouldn't be able to bring us gifts anymore. Uh, Maybe we'll save them money. We'll uh, say, hey, just give us a kiss on the old uh, cheek. Yeah, kiss my butthole. and uh, Don't ask the fans to kiss your butthole. That's offensive. Oh, sorry, sorry. Kiss my grits. Yes, the All grits, right. the taint, the dick. Yeah, and uh, I-, I would like a Chipotle car. How about that? I want a burrito on wheels. Oh, I see. Yeah. I thought you meant like a Batmobile, but like a... Like a regular, like a Ford Focus. No, like a, like an Oscar Meyer. Oh, that's mobile. Fun. Oh, but, I see. but a big burrito with the, like a tinfoil like half back. Oh, that's know? great. Yeah, yeah. Let's well tell them to tweet at them. Send us. But by the way, some of you guys tweeted. It was really nice. But you started tweeting, "Hey, you fucking cunts!" You right. Jews. <laughs> I was hoping you could ask nicely so we could really get. That's why we got the four cards. Yes. I feel like if everyone was like, "Hey guys, just wanted to politely ask you." We'll get a, we would have got a thousand bucks, but yeah. everyone's calling them, you know, retards and douches and cunts. Right. But whatever it is. It, we cracked the surface or whatever the hell you call it, scratch the surface. So they, they, they're aware of us and they threw us a bone. So that's something. Yes, it's huge. Thank yeah. you, Shane. And thank you, everyone that tweeted at Chipotle. We feel great. And yeah. uh, we're going there right after this. Yes, that's true. I'm starving. I can't wait. Me too. <laughs> Hey, hey, everybody. Go to MacWeldon.com and use promo code TUESDAYS. This stuff is the bee's knees. It's as good as it gets. Tell them, Mark. It's the cat's pajamas. Literally. I'm wearing the socks, the underwear, and these things feel great. The underwear, I don't know how to describe it, but they're so comfortable that it almost feels loose and tight at the same time. I got the support, but they don't bug you. It's yes. amazing. It looks great. My girlfriend loves it. I, I'm not joking. I come home, I wear the Mac Weldon underwear. She's blown away, and she's uh, it's making her just have a new love for me. Yes. She loves it. It looks great. Chicks dig it. It smells good. All of their products are naturally antimicrobial. Microbial. Yes, which means they eliminate odor. Wow, I need that. You know how these uh, cards get. I wear but- it every day. They want you to be comfortable. This is the beauty of it. So if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it, and they will still refund you. That's guts. These people know they have a good product, and so do I. This is really great stuff. Use promo code TUESDAYS, 20% off. We love this stuff. MacWeldon.com. Wear it right now, folks. All right, well, uh, let's go back to you now. Oh, boy. Well, I had a, I forgot about this incident. Remember when we took the pictures with the photographer there? What's his name? Salacuse. 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 At Salacuse, I believe it is, on uh, yes. on Instagram. Gifted Photog. Great, great photographer. And uh, so that day, we shot right outside of Stand Up New York here on the Upper West Side. And I had the idea of, like, why don't we get in that bush over there? Yes. So we hopped a fence in front of an apartment. We got in a tree. And there was a moment of, like, we might get in trouble. I was like, ah, we're fine. Fuck it. So we yeah. took a picture in some trees. Well, the other day, I had a uh, business meeting, phone call with you and uh, our friend uh, A.M., yeah. And uh, a little conference call. Uh-huh. Those are her initials. Is it? Most definitely. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yes, they are. All right. But I thought it was AP. No, there's a Mick in front of the uh, P. There's a Mick. It's A. McP. A. McP. <laughs> so anyways. I think that was uh, Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, that's R.P. McMurphy. Ah, oh, there you go. My favorite of all the characters. I like Chief as well. <laughs> Chezaru. Chief, yeah, he's fun. Yeah. So anyway, so I go out there, and uh, I'm doing Damien Lemon's podcast. Great pod, great guy. I believe he listens to this as well. Good egg. Hell of an egg. One of the best eggs. Anyway, so I'm out there, and I'm like, I'll make my phone call here, and then I'll go into the podcast. So I'm standing in front of this building across the street, 78th Street. Maybe I'll give the guy's address. You can throw eggs at it and fart and wipe your ass on his door handle. Yeah. So I'm sitting out there. I'm talking to A. McP. 
a business call. This is yes. a business phone call. So yes. it's not like I'm like this. Hey, what's up, you fucking piece of shit? I fucked her in the ass. I'm talking like this. Oh, hey, I think uh, Mark is uh, at uh, Amy's show, so he's going to be calling in just a few minutes. How are you doing? Great. That's how I'm talking on the phone. And all of a sudden, I feel a presence. Yes. A, 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 a man is like face in my face mm-hmm. right next to me. And I turn. I'm like, what? Uh, excuse me. Can I help you? And I'm on the phone with you and this girl. And this guy is in my face, and he's like, hey, what? Hey, hey, you see this? He's putting out the window. He's like, you see this? You know what this is? You know what this is? And right away, I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry. And I'm on the phone with you yeah. and this producer yeah. trying to you know, make a TV show here, exactly. make some magic. So I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. I just kind of try to ignore this guy. And he starts walking with me. He's like, that's a fucking apartment, man. He's like, I live in there. He's like, Do you, is that your new office? Are you renting space here? Well, aren't you on the sidewalk? I'm on the sidewalk. What the hell? I'm on a New York City sidewalk and literally talking considerably quieter than I'm talking right now. Yes. And I don't think I'm yelling right now. So You're anyway, very aware of, of volume. I've, of, I mean, I don't like anyone hearing what I'm saying at yes. any point other than here. Yeah, I was on the train with Luis Gomez the other day. He's just, cunt to this, this fucking bitch. Can you I'm like, we're on the fucking one train. It's Good insane. Lord. Yeah, it's, I, I can't handle it. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a whisperer. Yeah. Because all my whole life is just listening to other people's conversation be like, what a retard, what yes. a moron, what an asshole, what a dummy. Exactly. And so I, I assume everyone's doing that with me as right. well. Yeah. Sometimes people act like that, like no one's listening to you. I'm like, no, they are. They're listening. 100%. Because I would be listening. Especially when you're talking about comedy. Yeah. people are judging you. They think you stink. They're like, I never heard of this asshole. Exactly. I, I, I just don't want people listening to me. I'm, I'm with you. Same boat. Or if you're talking race or politics, it's, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Anyways, so I'm talking quietly, and the guy starts following me, and he's like, he's like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, this is my, I'm trying to live my life over here. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm on the phone, dude. I was like, I'll walk away. I, yeah. this is a, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. And he's like, you can't just be here. He's like, how about I follow you around? How about I just follow you around Whoa. for a while? And I'm like, dude, this is a public sidewalk. Yeah. I don't understand. And he's like, yeah, look at that sign. Look at the sign. It says, like, be courteous. I'm like, are you being courteous? Ooh. What are you talking about? I was like, I'll walk away. I was like, you're being very aggressive. He's like, I'll show you aggressive. I thought he was going to fight me. Yeah. And I would have, he was like an older guy. I feel like I would have handled him without a problem. How old are we? Like 60? No, probably in his 40s, maybe. maybe, uh, Yeah, probably late 40s. He's a fucking piece of shit. I mean, I know his building. I want to go over there and just fucking make chicken sounds and fart. Let's take a shit on his doorknob. I mean, can you imagine if that guy had come out when we were in the tree? Oh. He would have shot us. Yeah, that's that looks bad. And I said, I'm like, I think it's time to move away from New York City. Right. Like, you're living in Manhattan. Yes. And me, it's not like I'm playing like a boombox and fucking like, you know, having a, you know, knife fight out here. Yeah. I'm literally chatting on the phone. Right. Fucking maniac. And I knew it was serious because you wouldn't do that on a, on a, business call yeah like, i felt bad and like i couldn't tell how much you could hear so i'm like i'm really sorry guy i got a maniac fucking yelling at me he's yeah. like i'm a maniac right and i was like dude i'm walking away i was like all i have to do is ask nicely right, it, right. doesn't even make sense this yeah. is crazy it was so funny because i could i could hear a little bit on the phone and i was trying to smooth it over like <laughs> new york city right <laughs> oh yeah it was a real new york moment. it's funny because i had addressed to uh a mcp i was like yeah it's weird i'm like i don't have i live in queens so i'm just lost in the city here i can't call anywhere right. i can't go anywhere Especially because I can't go to Starbucks because the people will be listening. Exactly. I don't want people stealing our ideas. My move is I go, go to like a CVS and walk the aisles. I did that briefly, uh-huh. but then there was too many people around, ah, so I left. Ah, damn it. I often do that, but uh, yeah, there's too many looks, and I, I, I don't like it. Right, right. Um, yeah, wow, I could hear it. And the funny thing is, I was opening for Amy Schumer at a hotel, so I had to go to the roof of the hotel. Right. It's so hard to get a fucking minute in this city. Yeah, it's just sirens. Time. Yeah, sirens and weirdos and apartments and, you know... Kids yelling, and yeah, it's crazy. But what an asshole. And then that whole phone call meeting, I'm just thinking about that guy. I'm like, what a, what a piece of shit. Right. And by the way, I just moved 100 yards down the street. I'm like, what are you doing? But Jesus. that's one of those guys that, we talked about this before, he just wants his little bit of power in yeah, the world, just yeah. to be able to tell. He's, you want to just be like this, you're miserable in your life, you failed, you right. fucked up. You, you, you made some well, bad decisions. he's got a nice apartment. Yeah, but it's not worth it. It's not worth a nice apartment because he's fucking angry and crazy. I was on the phone for three minutes. Yeah. Chatting outside of his window. He went bananas. He, if a nice regular person could have been like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. I, I just, I'm, I got some work going on yeah. here. Or no person would have just went to another room and went it past. Right. I live in, across the street from the projects, and there's a bodega downstairs. Uh-huh. It's just people ordering sandwiches like, give me a motherfucking sandwich. And you just go, what, what are you going to do? I mean, yeah. what the fuck? Right. This guy, what a, what a cunt piece of shit. Damn, that's crazy. But, uh, yeah, anyways. Well, we got through the call, and hopefully we can sell that show. I'd like to hear from her this week. Yeah. Hope- It'd be nice. Hopefully. I reached for my water, and I realized 
right, the whole me, room's not mic'd. Let me. What do you got? You got a big got, finish here, big cooking. dismount. Yeah, I got another thing. But uh, oh, really? Well, I'll save it for the next episode. All right, all right, all Just right. Just chill to the next episode, you know. Yeah. The Snoop Dogg. All uh, right. Oh, this is a cheese. I got a cheesy moment. Real right. cheese. Ball. I like cheese. All right, I like cheese, cheese too. So don't. I eat cheese constantly. I can't shit. That's right. You're all sewn up down there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was scared of this guy at the Jew gig. He was a little too creepy and weird and everything. It's rare that you're afraid of a Jew. He wasn't a Jew. Oh, I see. Yeah, he he drove in. He heard me that I was going to be there, and he checked my website. I see. Uh, but I had this amazing moment. Um, I had this amazing moment. I was uh, got back to the hotel after the Jewish gig. I'm sober. I'm trying not to drink that night. And I get back. And I put on the basketball game. It was that Steph Curry game where he made some crazy oh, shot. Yeah. yeah. And then I was reading Twitter, and there was also like some debate stuff going on too. And it was I had this crazy moment in in, in this hotel room in a Weston in Richmond, Virginia, where I was like, "What a great country! We got Steph Curry killing it. Everybody's tweeting about it. There's all these jokes. Then we got all these Trump jokes going on. Was, uh, Twitter really brings the world, the country together. It's a pretty thing. It was like all it was like we were all hanging out at once, and I had this moment like." What a hell of an America we live in. This is great. I love it here. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was nice. Like, we're all this together. We all are connected, and we all talk about the same shit. We're all making jokes, and Steph Curry's great, and Trump sucks, and Bernie's doing this. It was it was a nice moment. Oh, I see. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's a hell of a moment. It Let was me... beautiful at the time. I was, I was alone, and I think I needed some some uh, company, some right. companionship, and that and Twitter was made it. I was writing jokes, too, and people were retweeting, and it was fun. Yeah, it's exciting. I would say, though, uh, not to be uh, oh devil's douchebag here, but uh-huh. Twitter, I think, is a lot to do with everything that's wrong. True. The bullying, the fucking right. the unmasked, fucking hiding, fucking piece of shit. Right now, or any moment, I did this uh, during the football playoffs, Search the word, the N-word oh, in Twitter. Oh, that's bad. And uh, you get a nice little window into what's going on out there. Right. I mean, it is 14-year-old girls just yeah. calling people the N-word. I know. What with, is that? With the ER. I mean, it's pretty wild and uh, just a lot of fucking bullying and uh, bullshit. Well, I think I had one of those magic moments where it was just positive. Yeah. Everything was positive and it was it was nice. Yeah, but that Steph Curry performance was something Ooh, else. He is. OKC. How about that guy? He turned down a Sprite or a Coca-Cola endorsement because he's like, I don't want my kids drinking that shit. Oh, really? That would have been billions. Turn it down. Wow, that's interesting. I mean, he, that's nice to hear. He went for Brita. Oh, really? Yeah, that was what he's like. I'll go with that. Oh, good what for him. What a guy, huh? Yeah, hell of a guy. Most people just go for the cash. Yes, they do. And he also uh, is sponsored by Under Armour Shoes. Ah. He could have gone with the Nike or the whatever the hell, the Reebok. He went Under Armour. Well, they might have gave him more money to be exclusive. Ah. Uh, but who knows? I, I didn't know. I didn't know Under Armour made shoes. I didn't either. But that's that's the point of getting Steph Curry. I guess so. You yeah. get the best. Let's get some Under Armour shoes. Right. Right. Mac Weldon sweatshirts, Under Armour shoes, and Chipotle burrito bowls. Get the Mac. Let me check my note here. I might have something uh, special and quick here as we try to wrap it up. Yeah, here. I got some more, but I also want to save a little for the next pod. Uh, we got to save a lot yeah. of saving. Well, I'll tell you this, folks. This is a this is like a a sequel. What do you call it? A little uh, retouch. I can't think of the word. Uh, reboot? Reboot, maybe. An Under Armour boot. Uh-huh. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Well, you might remember from last year. A lot of people, I forget, people remember the show better than we do. Of course. I say this stuff and I forget it and that's the end of it. And it's then people like, were like, hey, did you ever make it to the Arch? Because they talked, they listened ah, last year right. with Sean O'Brien, our yes. pal. He tried to take us to the Arch last year. There's all this construction. It was crazy. We couldn't get there. Phil Hanley was down in St. Louis with me. I forgot all about this Oh, show. he was there? Last time. Oh, last time, right. They won't have him back. What was that, a year ago? That was Valentine's Day last year. Wow, it flies. Time really flies. Flying. Yes. But anyway, so I went down there, and uh, Sean O'Brien, my pal, says, I'm going to make it up to you. I I can't sleep at night. I can't live with myself. We never got you to the arch. So I go, all right, let's go down to that arch. And uh, so me and Sarah and Sean, we drive down there, and it starts off a little nerve-wracking. We go down there, all the same construction. They haven't done shit down there. Come on! It's all the same. And he does, takes the same exact route, the same streets. And once again, the lady's like, no, no, it's closed. This is fenced off. They're building a thing. And we're like, what the fuck? So we double back around. 
And last year, if you remember, we tried to park in some church parking lot, mm-hmm. and this guy came out and was like, this is God's country, get out of I here, this isn't that. for the arch, this is the Lord's name in vain, whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. So we had to leave there, and we're like, fuck it, we just left, I never got to go over there. So this time we go back, and this time we just say, fuck God, fuck this guy in the ass, we're parking here. Yeah. So we go into the church parking lot, we park all the way down the end, and the guy wasn't there, mm. luckily. So we're like, okay, he's not here, let's just park, we'll be 15 minutes. Because the arch itself is closed right now, because they're building all this crazy stuff around it. Yeah. But we went over there, and what a spectacular sight, this arch. Oh, yeah? The only arch I've ever seen is McDonald's. Right. This is like a real humdinger. Check out my Instagram, at Joe List Comedy. Well, you got the Washington Square Park arch. Yeah, that's a that's uh yeah, true. That's a good arch. Solid arch. But this is like a, a weird just a one th- that's like a big block thing. Yeah. This thing is huge and it's like 700 feet in the air and uh, pretty spectacular. A really? bunch of fucking assholes carved their name in the side, uh, which is really annoying. But you can we, get it in that thing, right? You can get in there. Well, you used to be, but right now it's closed. Oh, okay. doing all the business. But I guess it's a crazy elevator ride. I'd like to do it. But uh, so it'll open up again, I don't know, in 2035 or whatever sure. the hell. Sure. Uh, but we went down there. I got some great videos, great pictures. There's a beautiful moment. Then we go back to the car, and now the church fella, the same guy from last year, now he is there. What? And now he's sending people off. And they're like, come on, we just want to see the arch. He's like, get out of here. This is God. Oh, my God. And so as we were leaving, I gave him a little wink in the gun. I was yeah. like, hey, not this year, you son of a bitch. Good. He went to take a nap or get a coffee or say a prayer. We snuck right in. You left your post, God boy. So I got to see the arch and hell of an arch. And then uh, I got to see Greg Warren, who was hey. out there. And uh, he took us to Dinner and uh, what a guy, first class guy, Greg Warren, past guest guy. Yeah, what a what a great mensch. Yeah, great comedian and uh, former All American wrestler. And uh, yes, got to hang out with him. St. Louis, hell of a scene out there. Just good people. Boy, had a real arch madness. Yes, uh-huh. it's funny he said that because uh, Sean O'Brien said that he's like, hey, we'll get a little arch madness. I was like, that's gold. Oh, and hey. then we go down there in the arena, the big basketball arena. There's a huge fucking three hundred foot poster billboard that says arch madness wow and i was like hey you stole that you son of a bitch he's like i came up with it on my own i'm like ah you suspect it was a yeah. fun moment and how about this just a quick yeah side note i'm pretty proud of myself sunday we're there and uh there's like my buddy's like hey there's a little competition for the show tonight bruce springsteen is playing down the street what the week before i was in buffalo Springsteen was playing next door. You're riding his tails. I'm on the same tour with my hero. Wow. Me and Springsteen on the road together. What a bummer. You can't see him because if you're on, he's on. I know, exactly. I mean, he goes, he does like a four-hour show and I do like more like 45 minutes. Interesting. But yeah, I couldn't quite make it over there in time, but very exciting nevertheless. Did that come out of your teeth? What the fuck was that? Oh, shit. A big steel thing just fell out of Mark's thing, so he's got no mic right now. Oh, boy. This is like that scene in Major League Two where I have to take over. Hit. Take over. Cut. Swing this mic. Just yell into this mic. All right. I don't even know if this mic's turned on. I don't know. I'm turned on. I can tell you that. Oh, boy. I'm not. Oh, boy. I can still hear. I got the cans on. I can hear you. Oh, you can hear me. Yeah, yeah. Just got to keep yelling. All right, Shelbo. I'm afraid the neighbor's going to come over with all this yelling and beat us up, clonk our heads together. I hate this guy. Well, we got to start wrapping up anyways. Let's, uh... You know what, I'll plug, I'll plug, uh, boy, I don't know when this is coming out. April 1st and 2nd, The Big Hunt in Washington, D.C. And please come out to these shows, for Pete's sakes. We're out here, and then Mark and I will both be at Moon Tower Comedy Festival in Austin. That's going to be huge. If you're anywhere in the Texas area, come down to Moon Tower in Austin, the third weekend, I think. Just Google Moon Tower. We'll both be there. And then we're both going to be uh, a couple weeks earlier in Nebraska together, the Johnny Carson Festival. That'll be something. Yeah! We'll both we'll both be out there. That microphone is having Shelby is uh, busting a fucking gasket trying to save this thing. His arteries are popping out of his head. He's sweating. He's gay. And uh, oh boy, just take a breath. Take a breath over there. You're freaking out. Oh, we're all live. right. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. All right, great. Loud and queer. Woo wee! That was terrifying. Shelbo, thank you, sir. I nice just work. Pulled a rod. All right, you throw out some plugs. I got to check my calendar here. All right, all right. Well, I got some weird ones coming up. Uh, check me out on Horace and Pete, folks. I'm on the fourth episode, and I'll be on like the seventh as well. So check me out on uh, louisck.net, and then I'll be in the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Uh, in April, mid-April. So if you live in Melbourne, which I'm sure you don't, come out to that. I'm there for two whole weeks. I'm going to kill myself in Australia. We got a couple emails from people that said they're coming. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there's some guy. He's coming. He loves it. And then I'll be at the Syracuse Funny Bone. That's on the 28th of April. 
through the uh, 1st of May. And, uh, yeah. Then I'll be at Zany's in Nashville on May 13th and 14th. So we got some good ones coming up, folks. And uh, Comedy Mix in Vancouver on May 26th. Vancouver. Yes. And uh, just to correct, Moon Tower is April 21st, 22nd, 23rd. The Johnny Carson thing, that's not until June. Uh huh. But uh, this one, uh, if you're in New England area, I know we have a lot of New England people and fans. April 29th and 30th, I'm at the Providence Comedy Connection. I got a Ooh. bonus in place for that. So if you could fucking come out to that, that would be nice. It's a hot one. And then uh, Grand Rapids at, uh, what's that one called? Uh, Rascals? No, no. Oh, Dr. Grins. Dr. Grins, Grand Rapids, April 14th, 15th, and 16th. Come on out for that. And then my big birthday show in Beantown, April 6th at the Limelight. And also, I want to plug this. That's the night that uh, Sarah's Adam Devine premieres. 12.30 a.m. Great night. April 6th. And then uh, don't forget, comedy on state. Go pack, Joe. Bring a crew. May 12, 13, 14. My favorite of all the clubs. And then, uh, yeah, that's that's good enough for now. Yeah, come on, see us. Tweet at us. Leave a five-star lunch review. And uh, nudge Chipotle just a hair. Don't scare them, but uh, tickle their asshole. Yeah, don't call them Jews and fags. Just say, hey, we yeah. love these guys. Send just them some dough. Call us Jews and fags. We like it. Yeah, appreciate it. Pull All my, right. Pull my hair. Thank you. This has been a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media.